In the midst of a really full season of life, the question you should be asking is, where is God teaching me to focus in the present? And where can I trust him more? At least that's the advice my guest has to share. And I second that. Megan Gephardt is a wife, mom to two boys, age four and one and a half, an active duty army officer, coach, and fierce advocate for military moms. She's on a mission to help her sisters in arms and sisters in Christ recover from burnout, find more balance, and live out their faith in motherhood and service, both within and beyond the military. She helps busy working moms give their family their best, while also making the impact God is calling them to in the ups and downs of military life. Not in the military yourself like Megan, or married to someone in the military like me? Don't skip this episode, because the nuggets and truth you'll hear in our conversation will help you get to the root of the restlessness you have in any season of your life. Plus, May is Military Appreciation Month. Plus, it's Mother's Day. So I thought this would be the perfect way to truly appreciate those who serve our country and those who serve our families. And if you do know someone who's serving in both ways like Megan, I guarantee you'll want to pass on this episode. Hey, busy girl. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to-do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time, and overcome distractions so you can be more present and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time with God at the center of it all. You ready? It is so fun to be with you today, Um, and I know that you have a lot of things on your plate in the season of life that you're in, so let's start off by telling us about you and who and what is filling your time lately. Yeah, well, thank you so much for just inviting me uh, to come today and just to have this conversation. So I, first and foremost, um, Megan Gephardt, that's my name. I am daughter of God. I am a wife, my best friend, Tim. Uh, my husband, and we're a dual military family. We've got two little ones, um, four-year-old and a one-and-a-half-year-old, um, Matthew and William, and they are just the light of our lives. Uh, we are both active duty Army officers, so that keeps us very busy. Most of the time, um, we're either running around between you know work and home life, wrangling the kids, all those kinds of things. Um, and and actually, we've, we'll probably talk about this as we get into it, but we've spent a lot of time apart uh, so far in our military life and in our marriage. Um, so that generally speaking, when we've been apart, uh, for a little over two and a half years out of our five years, um, together, it's mostly been me solo parenting with the kids. I know you understand that life well, 
Um, but yeah, definitely, uh, definitely keeps us very, very busy. I also am a coach. So on the side of my, you know, full-time army job, I am very passionate about just serving and supporting other women in the military, um, particularly moms, uh, you know, either kind of trying to juggle pregnancy, postpartum, you know, everything from the, the workload, uh, returning to work from maternity leave to navigating what pregnancy looks like in the military to the fitness requirements. And just being in the trenches of those seasons of pregnancy, postpartum, parenting littles while trying to work and kind of fulfill both, you know, forms of service to your family and also um, in, you know, to the country and in your profession. And I've done a lot of advocacy work in the military community. So a lot of the recent changes that we've seen for pregnancy, postpartum, parenthood um, within at least the army, and then, you know, some of the military services at large, I've been a very big part of writing a lot of those policy proposals and doing some of the advocacy work. So that's, I have a big heart for that. Um, also keep pretty busy with exercise and just trying to, um, you know, stay fit, especially, I mean, it helps my mental health. It helps obviously physical health and it's just something I'm passionate about and I have been my whole life. And then the other piece too, it, for me, that's important is just being involved in our church community. So recently, as we just moved to Fort Hood, we just got stationed there in Texas as a family. Um, I'm getting involved in the Gabriel Project in our Catholic church community, and there's a, a big need for mothers in crisis pregnancies, and mm -hmm. I just have a really big heart for that kind of work, and so um, so that's kind of what I do. That's a lot of a lot of things, but I definitely stay busy and um, yeah, try to just stay focused on where, where God is leading me in this season and how he wants to use me and my gifts. I love that. I mean, such a full and, and, and such, such a full life and such a breadth of different things that you're doing. So first of all, thank you for your service, um, because that really does a lot, you know, and to, to us having the freedoms and the type of, you know, world that we can grow up in, um, in this country. So thank you for what you're doing in there. And I love how, you know, you're not just, you know, hanging your hat up at the end of the day. You're, you know, yes, you're putting on the mom hat, but then you're also thinking about others who are in these same situations that are trying to balance all these different roles and, you know, and saying, how can I kind of take my experience and serve and share with them? And I just think that's so beautiful how God like uses our story and our, sometimes our challenges um, to be the way that we're, that we're serving others. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because yes, I do understand the solo parenting side of things. However, when my husband would deploy or be gone at trainings and things like that, like he was the only one who was serving in the military. So I was, you know, household six, I was like the home front. And so when he came home, we were all home. And so what I'm hearing from you is that's not always the case because you may be coming home, but then he's leaving and vice versa. And I know that you've been working through some of those challenges. So kudos to you for saying, you know, we're going to keep following what God is calling us to do in this season and, you know, and, and still prioritize our family and our relationships, you know, and things like that, even if we're not together. So it goes without saying, you, you know, you experience a lot of challenges. I think all of us, right. We have so many things that tug on our time and so many distractions and so many expectations and obligations that we feel like we have to fulfill. So when you kind of reflect on all those things that you shared with us that are on your plate, what do you feel like are the challenges that you most often face around your time in the season? And then how does that affect, you know, what's the ripple effect of that? Like, you know, I always think it starts with us first and then it has a ripple effect into others around us. And then also into like this mission, bigger purpose that God has called us to. So we'll kind of delve into that. But first, like, what are the challenges that you feel like you're specifically facing in this season? Yeah, I mean, that is such a good question. 
So for right now, to provide a little context, so my husband and I um, just kind of are wrapping up sort of on time station apart. And so for the last six months, I had the kids with me. So I did the move with them by myself. He stayed back at our last duty station, finishing up his grad school time there. Um, and so I had the kids for that period of time on my own. And then now I actually just had to leave. We literally had two days of overlap. He PCS to me. So he just did his military move. We had two days together as a family and then I left. So um, now I am across the country for a training course uh, for my own career progression, uh, which is a requirement for me. And so now I'm the one on the other end of things, uh, you know, wishing I was able to be with the kids. So yeah, it's tough. So, you know, at the end of all this, we'll come back together and we will um, be back together as a family. But I think... So I guess the biggest thing for me in this season is there is just a lot going on. And even in the last, let's see, about two and a half weeks or so since I've been here getting settled into this training course, it was like I was reeling almost from, you know, all the, the change that had just happened, you know, of, of trying to get Tim situated so he could move to us and then not really having any transition time to get the kids situated before we did the handoff. It was literally just a high five, you're home, okay, I'll leave, you know. Um, and, and so often that is kind of the case with military life. Sometimes it just feels like a lot is being thrown at us. And mm -hmm. so with a lot going on, it's just, um, just really being attuned to, okay, what is God teaching me in this season with all of those things? Because those are a lot of challenges. So what does he want me to focus on? How can I be present to where he's calling me in this moment? Um, you know, I think the guilt is, is very much a constant right now. It's sort of an underlying guilt of not being able to be there with my kids, um, you know, I, I know that this is exactly where God has called me to be. And so part of it is just acknowledging that that's there and that's okay. And it might not completely go away. And I think that might be sometimes the case with those of us who are working moms and we're dual hatted. And it's sometimes hard to feel like we can't give a hundred percent to both and, and to the extent that we might want to. And so that is definitely always, you know, a mental battle um, for me in this particular season too, with, with all the things going on, it's that balance of all the things that I am obligated to do, right, with my army job, my military job here, and I have a very heavy course load. I, you know, I was just telling us I'm I'm balancing it. It's like 12 credit hours in this one two-month period of time, but most of it is crammed into one month um, just based on the way it's all kind of working. And so with that also, you know, trying to continue to do what I am called to do within my business um, to serve the women that I'm called to within my own podcast, uh, you know, continue some of the advocacy work and then be there for my family in the best ways that I can, even from afar. And that's hard. And it's, it's trying to figure out like what is going to mean the most to my four-year-old and one and a half year old, and then to be there for my husband in the way that I can, um, you know, and prioritizing in those few moments of time, we do have to connect on FaceTime or whatever, just making sure that I'm really present in those moments um, and sending them little videos and things to feel connected. So I think, just with all of all the things going on, it's kind of holding space for the heart of all of it, emotionally, um, spiritually, really letting God into all of that. And then kind of, I always try to, I've grown a lot in this over the last few years. And I think honoring the need for sacred rest in whatever way I can in this season. And so it's, you know, amidst the juggling act of all of the things that are on our plates and on our minds and that we're carrying on our shoulders in whatever way, shape or form that is, where is God inviting us into rest? And it doesn't always mean, you know, being completely still or taking a nap. It doesn't necessarily look like that, but it's how does he want us to receive and be filled too, so that we can give from that place of overflow instead of depletion. Because in these really hard seasons, when it's, whether it's pregnancy, postpartum, you know, military life, constant moves or 
you know, really demanding seasons of work life, it, it is often, you know, it does feel draining sometimes and it's easy to get really burnt out from all of that. And so it's, okay, how does God also want to fill us? And then just being willing to and open to receiving that. And so there's a refining process that's happening. I'm kind of in that. I look at it almost like this holy tension and just being tried by fire in some ways and always purified by these things. And it's like in these seasons when they're really, really hard or when there's a lot of change and military life is full of change. When you are in different seasons of motherhood, it's so much, you know, so much change. It's almost like our comforts, our norms, our routines are almost like stripped from us. Right. And so in a way it's like this emptying out. And I think that can feel like a really, really difficult thing. And it's okay that it feels difficult, but can we cling to the Lord in that? And that's kind of the lesson that he's been teaching me is when everything is shifting and changing, when I'm like in a storm, when it feels like a storm, can I cling to Christ in the storm and he can be my peace and he can be that rest, you know? So that's kind of how I'm looking at it and amidst all the challenges, but I think they're blessings. I really try to see them as blessings. Well, and that's what really, as I was listening to you, you walk through all those different things and all those different pieces. What really stood out to me was your choice in your perspective, right? Because it's so interesting how you could have two people going through very similar things and yet have very different perspectives and very different than attitudes and then very different actions and then very different outcomes. Um, and so many people yeah. let, you know, life be their excuse um, as to why they can't do things. And I hear you saying, no, I'm going to lean into this. Like, and, and what I love is when you talked about like, what is God teaching me, you know, and what, what does he have for me in this season? Um, because he uses all the different pieces of our life in the different seasons. And if we're not paying attention to that, we're going to miss that because like you said, you know, things are going to change again. It's not going to stay, you know, you're not going to stay in this place forever. So when all these things are going on, not only in the world around you, but also just like in your own spirit, right? How do you check in with the Lord? How do you check in with yourself? Um, so that you are not just, you know, juggling balls all day long. And, you know, like you said, uh, you know, eventually burning out or just being completely exhausted and, you know, of no good really to anyone. Oh, so important. And and I have really, really, really focused on this over the last few years. And so um, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect at it, but I really try very intentionally to one, I think focus on the routines and rhythms in my life. Mm -hmm. And that includes every single morning, like for one of the very first things I do, like literally as I'm like getting up and getting ready is I either listen to the Bible in some way, shape, or form. Um, usually I'm listening to uh, the, the daily scripture readings um, or the, the Catholic Church does, you know, publishes the daily readings. And so I always will listen to those. Um, mm -hmm. And so that grounds me first and foremost. So I kind of start the day with prayer. And, you know, I start off very simple when I was first getting into this routine, when I, I really felt like I didn't have any time in early motherhood, when I felt like I was just drowning, kind of surviving. Um, I start off with literally just one off kind of offering prayer, um, mm -hmm. just to turn to the Lord and be like, all right, here's my day. I give it to you, you know, something as simple as that. But then for me, it really evolved into this constant conversation with the Lord. And it is like you said, being really attuned to how he wants to use me in this season and, you know, even just in simple conversations that I've had with my classmates here, and I'm surrounded by classmates who are in all different military services. I have, you know, a bunch, I actually have a lot of women classmates who have, have come up to me at different points in time and really kind of admired um, some of my story and perspective. And 
they're, you know, some of them are like really excited to listen to my podcast. And then I actually have some, even some male counterparts who like one of them in particular had a really beautiful heart to heart conversation with yesterday. And I just felt like God placed me in that moment for a reason, but he had come up to me back when we first got to know each other slightly. And he had said, he just found out that his wife is expecting. And so they have that their first baby is coming. You know, she was just very early on and his whole like life and everything is shifting, you know, and, and then even yesterday he was kind of opening up about just some of the identity struggles that happen when you, you know, leave college and you were an athlete your whole life. And then you come in and you're, he's like, you know, honestly, losing that piece of my identity made me more grounded. It kind of made me turn to God more and like start to get to know who am, who am I without this sport? And, mm. and now he's, you know, entering fatherhood and he's in a stage where he was just really receptive to some of the, some of the perspectives that I had too. And one of the things that he really appreciated was how I just, I shared how I personally have adapted in so many ways to motherhood is just looking at it as like the surrender, <laughs> you know? And so in, sa- in the same way in this season, it's a surrender <laughs> because we can fight against it all day long, but I have to check in my own heart. Like when my che- I check in with the Lord and I kind of get that sense when I am either trying to cling so tightly to control in some way, shape or form, or I'm even trying to cling so tightly to my time where I feel this like restlessness and anxiety about my time. I know I'm like, okay, I need to turn to the Lord and like, give it more to him, like open my hands more because I have to trust that he is giving me all the time I need for everything he asks of me. Mm -hmm. And if I am, you know, feeling like there's way too much that I just, I can't do all these things. And maybe I'm actually expecting myself to do things that he's not really calling me to do. So am I grounded enough in him for him to shape that? Or is it all these things I want to do? And I think I should be doing, or maybe the world is expecting of me. And I need to kind of take that hard look and almost let him redefine success for me in this season. And so those are a couple of things that kind of came up, but, you know, I think when it comes to, for me, like I'm always discerning God's will. And that is literally every single day, every single moment in the season. Mm -hmm. And when I think about discerning his will, it's not just of like, what is he asking me to do? Because many of us, I think we focus on that. It's kind of what the world wants us to focus on. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing to contribute? What are you doing to make a difference? And it's these big lofty things, but it's also the how, and it's in the little micro moments that the sacred moments in every single day where like the ordinary things can become extraordinary. If we give them to God, like the changing the baby's diaper can be a beautiful form of prayer. If we allow it to be, you know what I mean? Or, or breastfeeding our child in the middle of the night for the millionth time when they wake up and you're so sleep deprived, like giving that as an offering back to the Lord, like that can be living in his will. It doesn't have to be the big flashy things. And then the other piece of, in my eyes, um, that I really have to check in with the Lord about is not just what am I doing, but how am I doing it? Because that for me is a really big telltale sign. If I'm still aligned with his will, or if I'm trying to do it in my own way, with my own strength, with my own timing, my own plans, my own striving, you know, and so how I'm doing it, am I doing this in a way that is sacrificing my family? Am I doing this in a way that is sacrificing my values? Am I doing it in a way where I'm actually idolizing whatever it is over the Lord? Mm-hmm. And then I know I'm off track, yeah. but it's hard. you got to like ask yourself those hard questions and it's not, it doesn't usually feel good necessarily to ask them, but it's, it's good in a way because God is always like gentle and merciful with us and he can be convicting, but also very gentle. And so I just, Yes, I'm always um, kind of in that mode of discerning, I feel like, you know. It is. It's so important. Like you said, I, I we talk a lot about the with God life, you know, that this is this divine invitation for us. Like he's saying, I'm with you. Will you be with me? And then wanting us to 
you know, he's, he's like, I'm your God, right. And I'm calling you my people. And, and what does it look like to like actually live life with him? Not just be like, well, he's way over there and then I'm over here doing my thing. And one thing that I was thinking about as you were talking through some of how you discern for me, I can really tell what maybe I'm off track is how I respond to interruptions or detours. Oh, I feel that. I (laughs) so feel that. Yes. If I'm trying to hold on too tightly and then somebody's trying to like wrangle it out of my hands, then that's when I, and I'm trying to like fight back, right? That's when I know like, Ooh, maybe we need to do a spirit check here. Maybe I'm holding too tightly to something, or maybe this is really for me. We talk a lot about building his kingdom or ours, you know, and, and, and do I see even those interruptions as gifts, right? Like look at Jesus. I literally was just um, working on a podcast episode today almost his entire ministry was interruptions. And so, except for when it was the Pharisees who were trying to oh my gosh. rock him into, you know, yeah. the not great things, he welcomed those interruptions. I mean, he took those opportunities to see people and to care for them and to teach truths about the kingdom of God that all of us could learn from. So yeah, interruptions. It, and I, I know from being on the mili- military wife side of things, like, you think that you're doing something and you've got orders for something and then it changes, you know, I'd always joke just until you get on the plane, you never know what's going to happen. And I think that can be a real great, you know, check when we're, when we're feeling that. Yeah. that right. Yeah. And, and even speaking to this season, you know, for anyone else who is a mom of littles, like how, oh my goodness, right. How needy our kids are. Yeah. They are so demanding. And so, yes, our life is constant interruptions and I have really had to, yeah, do the, hard heart to heart conversations with the Lord of, okay, where am I idolizing my work? Where mm-hmm. am I actually not honoring him in the way that I am prioritizing? And that has been a growth process. It's, you know, it is continual growth. And I definitely notice though, the way that I respond to those interruptions and it's every, it's like whatever is in our hearts, like will immediately overflow, right? Are, we, are we snapping at our kids? <laughs> are we snapping at our kids, you know, when they're, or are we just really impatient with them in that moment? Or, and then it's kind of that we have the opportunity to decide and respond, right? We might have like some kind of a reaction, which can give us a great insight because that's the fruit of something. There's some root there that might need to be weeded out a little bit, right? But then the other piece of it is we also get to decide in the moment when we have an interruption or when the need comes, it's like, it's like a bell that's stinging. And the Lord is kind of giving us a choice of, okay, are you going to keep trying to bang out whatever you're doing on your laptop? Or are you going to be willing to close it and turn to your child who needs you, who, who really is the most important thing for you right now? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then also the other piece of that to, for me really has been, do I trust the Lord enough that if this really is his will for me to do this work, this particular thing I was working on that felt so important at the moment, and it is important to him, I know it is, but also I can trust him that he's going to give me the time to get it done if it really is important and if he wants it to happen, you know? And so I I sometimes literally just have to let him remind me that, you know, when I feel that anxiety about, oh, you know, let me just finish this thing like before, you know, but no, I gotta, I gotta be like, okay, okay, Lord, like I trust that you're going to give me the time. And so that is, yeah, that's a huge one. And then the other last piece I would say here for me is being willing to check in with myself in the sense of what does my mind, my body, my soul need right now? Mm. And like, I have actually started to become intentional about asking myself that question. Mm. And and in these seasons when like everything is changing and shifting and you're just like feeling really out of sorts and like you're very unsettled in action in life um, or things are very, very demanding. it, It is a good habit to just continue to ask ourselves that question and to invite the Lord into that. 
-hmm. because, you know, he can help guide us in how we spend our time and how we meet those needs and how we then kind of balance that again with the needs of everybody else around us. Because if we're, if we're constantly burnt out, we're going to ultimately feel resentful right? and we're going to feel, we're going to just have nothing left to give at the end of the day. And that's going to come out in very, in a very high cost way for the people who matter most to us, because we're going to hold it all together in our work environments. We're going to hold it all together publicly. Right. You know, but then who gets the brunt of it? Usually if we're struggling, it's our family, you know? And so it's just the hard truth about it. I think it's this hard, like tug of war. Like we don't want to be limited and yet we were created with limits. Right. And for good, good reason. I mean, think about the fact that every day we have to, or should, be going to sleep for, you know, seven to nine hours, right? For seven to nine hours, I am doing nothing to contribute to the well-being of any other person or any project or anything. And God keeps the world going, right? And I wake up the next day and things are still rolling, you know, and it's just that reminder of, yes, I have my part to play. Yes, God has given me a mission and a calling and things to do in the different roles that he's called us into in the seasons that we're in, but yet, it's ultimately him that's, you know, that's making those things happen. And that's where we have to abide. Right. And, and remember, I apart from him, I can do nothing. Uh, and I'm the queen of, yeah, get off on my, <laughs> whoa, wait, I'm over here, you know, and here I am in my own strength and um, then checking in. So I love just your intentionality around that and asking those questions and checking. in. I think the more often you ask about like, where am I at with my mind, body, soul, and what do I need? That keeps us more in that balanced place the elusive balance, right? They were all trying to <laughs> um, search after, but, you know, it helps us to not get so far down one, one path or so far away from something. Um, so I love the fact, I'm, you know, as I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm hearing all the things you're doing, you know, not only in how you're serving our country, but then also how you're serving your family, you're also serving other busy moms, right? So how do you find time to add that to an already full plate? Um, and, you know, tell us just a little bit more about like what you're doing and how, how you're able to pour out into the lives of others, you know, when you only have so much to give and it's already, you know, being put in so many different places. Oh yeah. So the biggest thing for me is definitely the intentionality and the discipline and really I think one of the biggest things has been just been reducing like the distractions, Mm -hmm. cutting out those things that are really not adding in any way to my life or allowing me to add to other people's lives. You know, I have had to really set boundaries with social media. I actually moved completely off of Instagram and Facebook. I was posting there for my business for the last and for the advocacy work I was doing to build community and all those things, support other moms, um, especially in the military community for the last few years. And I actually made a very intentional decision went through a lot of discernment. And this was like back and forth, me and God for like a year and a half of him trying to teach me, Megan, there is a unhealthy attachment to this. There is an idol here that I really want to, um, again, kind of weed out. And so through a lot of prayer, through setting a lot of boundaries, I was doing boundaries reactively, but learning how to set them more proactively. So boundaries is a big one. The time management piece of just, um, really discerning what my in kind of inputs are influences. Um, what are those things that I'm adding to my plate and where are those coming from? Are they, again, are they coming from the Lord? Or are they coming from the world in the sense that we're, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And, and we really have to keep our eyes fixed on him. And I have definitely fallen to a lot of traps of trying to do too many things that, that he wasn't necessarily calling me to. And so those are, yeah, some big ones, but 
that, how do I find the time? So, I mean, the first thing is, you know, obviously my schedule is somewhat dictated to me for most of my day because of the military. So, you know, usually we're up pretty early to get out the door, to go to our, go to our physical fitness session in the morning, or if that's not mandated to us based on the job that we're in, then we have to find time for that somewhere during the day. We have to maintain our fitness as part of our job. And so if that just is what it is, it's kind of a good, it's just, just a good forcing function in some ways to keep that integrated into your life. And then beyond that, it's when I get home, I'm with my kids, I'm present with them. And again, that was a growth process even, um, but really being present. And that is the time that it is their time. We're doing dinner, we're spending quality time together. We're reading books, you know, we're playing outside if it's nice weather, those kinds of things. And learning how to be present has been a skill that I have had to learn. <laughs> and I think the more we can look at being present as a skill, I think it's also very helpful. Um, and God can help us grow in that. So I've, I've really worked on that over the last couple of years with him. And then um, I, I definitely will focus some time either in the evenings or early mornings for my business, for my work. So whether it's podcasting very early in the morning or a little bit later at night, usually I'm more of a morning person. So like typical days without even an alarm, I will wake up between four and 5 a.m. And that's my normal. Um, and so I, I just you know, I'm up a lot of the time through the night with the baby um, or both my babies actually and cuddle them back to sleep or whatever. But I try to at least get a little bit longer stretch of sleep because I'm always up early. And that's kind of my first work block. Um, that's a little bit focused time for my, this ministry that I do. Mm -hmm. And um, and the rest, I, I fit in kind of the, the little cracks, maybe some during my lunch break. Um, you know, if that's, if I have a little bit more time that day or I do my exercise session during my lunch break, and then maybe a little bit of time on the weekends, but generally it's very intentional if I'm taking that time um, where I'm I'm like, okay, Tim, can you take care of the kids if we're home together um, so I can have a little bit of a work block or I'll do it in the mornings. And it's kind of just making the most of those early mornings. So I really have tried to learn to set those boundaries where I'm not cutting into a lot of family time for this kind of work. Uh, but I really just feel like, you know, I, I have this time and I want to use it well. And honestly, being able to pour into this passion and allowing God to use me in that way allows me to feel like I can really be fully present with my kids. And I almost, I have more to give when I know I am also serving other moms. Like it really fills my cup in a way while giving. And, and I think that's one of the cues that we know we're doing the work that God has called us to do. It feels life-giving. It's life-giving for the other person on the receiving end. And it's also life-giving for you. And I think a lot of the times as moms, it's easy to kind of we wrestle with our identity as we enter motherhood, right? And and then we also wrestle with, okay, I, I sometimes don't feel like I'm giving enough to my kids, but actually what is going to help you show up as a best mom? And you've got to be honest with yourself about that and be willing to explore that with God and, and have those conversations. And it also can shift and change and evolve throughout the seasons of life as those priorities change, as the needs of your family change, you know, and all of those things. So it's a constant discernment. And for us, you know, we, we may stay in the military for a few more years and then leave, um, or it may stand a little bit longer. It just really depends on where God is calling us. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of looking ahead to the next decision point, but it's not there yet. And things can always change. And if you would have asked me four years ago, when I was in the trenches of postpartum navigating a lot of complications in my physical recovery, feeling, having a lot of, um, postpartum depression, anxiety, a lot of mental health struggles, feeling very trapped in the military, feeling like I had to choose between my family and my career and my health. And I was always backed into those corners of having to choose between, I would have never thought that I would be in right now staying in sure. yet. 
God, like you talked about earlier, brought so much good through my struggles and through the pain and it has now helped me to turn back behind me and to help so many other women through it too. And then to also change things so that we don't have to choose between. So yeah, that's, I think a lot of the ways that I look at it. So my, I have a group coaching, I have one-on-one coaching, um, for women who are going through, you know, navigating the work-life balance things, navigating pregnancy and postpartum, uh, you know, wanting to return to fitness and exercise postpartum. I focus a lot on that in my coaching too. Um, yeah. And the advocacy work. So kind of a combination of all of those things is what I, what I do. Yeah. I love that. And you know, the word discernment keeps coming up and I think that's so key because, one of Satan's um, tactics is to distract us, right? And to, and to keep putting so many things in front of us that either we're just confused about what we should be saying yes to, or we're saying yes to things that are just taking us away from what really matters. And so having that discernment and being in step with the Lord is such a, you know, a game changer. And, you know, and when it's something that we know we're called to, it's, an, it's so amazing how you can find the time for it. And I often think about like before we had our kids, right? You've got a couple, I have three. Life was full, right? You weren't sitting around twiddling your thumbs thinking, oh, I wonder what I'm going to, you know, I think I should bring something into my life that's going to like consume my time and attention and energy and money and, you know, and all the things. And yet when that, when you find out you're pregnant and then when that baby is placed in your arm, you are like, you make space for it because there's value because you know that this is what you are called to. Um, and so that, you know, just like you, you just keep hitting on, like, keep coming back to the Lord, make sure that you are where he's calling you to be and know that that is going to change in different seasons. Um, and sometimes it may not be anything that changes in the external circumstances. It may just be, it changes in our hearts and our response to it and what we're doing. So love this. We could talk all day long because, you know, you're just being intentional and I'm sure the military has built some discipline into you and yet, there's also personal discipline, even for those of us not in the military to, you know, be making the best use of our time. We talk about Ephesians 5, where it says, you know, look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, right? That's discipline there. That's discernment there. Where we're really being intentional into how we do that. So, and I love that you're pouring into others um, and that that's life-giving for you because I know it's a blessing to many. So how can women find you? Um, you know, where's the best place to connect? Tell us about your podcast, you know, who it's for, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. So my podcast is Arm to the Heart, A-R-M-E-D to the Heart. Um, and yeah, you can find me there that I will, I usually put out a couple of podcast episodes per week. Um, and you can also email me at Megan at arm to the heart.com if you want to connect. Um, most of my links are, are in the podcast. So you'll be able to kind of see what I'm up to there, see what, see what's going on. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the main place. Like I said, I had moved off of social media because I felt like in many ways it was a distraction Mm -hmm. and it was, it was great at the time. It was great for the season, but God was calling me into something different. And I feel like the podcast is such a gift because we're able to connect so deeply. Like this conversation we're having is so different than, you know, a couple seconds of, you know, trying to vie for attention on social media when most of the time we're being sucked into it and it's consuming a lot of our time. Speaking of the use of time, right? And often we we go there to, I think, numb ourselves to maybe the hard things in life, um, or we go there to distract ourselves mm-hmm. from what, what's right in front of us in the moment. And so I do think, um, and then we also fall into a lot of comparison. Mm-hmm. So not that it's, it's all negative, um, but I do think taking that hard look and being honest with ourselves too, and knowing what are, what are our tendencies that we're falling into that are, you know, not 
allowing us maybe to um, to be as present to the life in front of us and where God is, how he's calling us to spend our time. So yeah, so I'm, I would look forward to connecting with any of you there. Ah, well, great. We'll make sure we drop the link to your podcast and your email and stuff in there so women can connect with you. And I'm a big proponent of, you know, people know people know people. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, I know somebody who would benefit from this, then please reach out and share to share with them because that's how we get to help more people uh, who, you know, just need those kind of resources and things like that. So as we close, um, you know, I'm thinking about that busy overextended woman. She may or may not be in the military because my audience is not always military focused. So I want you to kind of think like, you know, in just general, that busy overextended woman, what's one thing that you would say to that woman who's right now just feeling like she's kind of drowning in that, all the waters that are around her? Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, my podcast, because I don't think I answered that question in particular, but my podcast is for women who are in the military and also beyond that, because I think those of us who are busy working mamas, especially when you're in the trenches, like I said, of pregnancy and postpartum, we all share the same things in common. Um, But uh, yes, what would I say? So I think the biggest thing is if you never feel like you can rest, if you feel like there's always way too much to do and you've got not enough time and not enough of you to go around (laughs) for it, I think One of the hard things to ask, but the important things to ask is where can you trust God more? Because Mm -hmm. like you said, we all have to sleep Mm -hmm. and the world at the end of the day does not depend on us. And so where is that restlessness coming from? And oftentimes when I've examined my own heart and when I coach women through this, when we peel back those layers, we see what's going on beneath the surface. There's often this discomfort that's tied to slowing down because we almost don't even know how to, to be still. We don't even know how to rest. Because we either feel like we don't have permission to rest until we get every single thing done on that to-do list, which when does it ever all get done anyways? Like it's always, you know, there's more things to do. Um, Or we are tying our worth to everything that we're doing. We're tying our worth to the busyness. We're tying our worth to the achievements. And we may even be idolizing those things like we kind of talked about a little bit through this conversation. So those questions get into our identity and our worth and we're replacing those things. And when we instead can place it in the Lord we can rest because it is not all on us, it does not depend all on us. And we can trust him in that resting, you know, because he wants to give us a gift of rest. He gave us the Sabbath for a reason and it's for our good, you know? And so I, yes, I think in many ways I've, I've learned this the hard way of being forced to slow down when I'm completely burnt out and it just doesn't end anywhere good. And so let yourself rest. You are worthy of rest, just like you're pouring yourself out for everybody else. Also be willing to receive. And, and some of it comes down to being willing to rest. And when I say rest, I'm I'm talking about anything that feels like it fills your cup. Mm-hmm. It could be social time with a friend. It could be, you know, spending time in God's word and letting him speak to your heart. It could be going on a run, listening to praise and worship music and making that a prayer run. I do that all the time. Um, I was just blasting my prayer, my praise and worship music when I was running back before this meeting. Like, you know what I mean? It, it could really be any of those things that feel like it gives you that sense of rest. If we're resting in the Lord, like that, everything flows from that. Who we are for our family flows from it. Who we are in whatever work he's calling us to do flows from it, you know? And so we can just give everything that we've got to him and let him fill us. I love that. So where can I trust him more? So we will leave it with that and let that question sit and just percolate. Like I say, you know, you may not have a quick answer and that's okay. Keep leaning in and see what he brings up in your spirit and then be willing to walk in obedience in that. You know, what really stood out to me about Megan is that she does not make military life or mom life her excuse, but rather 
is embracing God's call in both ways in this season. And because she's grounded in that, he is giving her the discernment to find the time for what matters most, even when she's miles away from her loved ones. Thank you to all our country service members this Memorial Day. Because you stepped into that call on your life, the rest of us have the freedom to pursue ours too. And for those of us not directly serving, let's continue to keep both those who have served, those who are serving, and those who will serve, and their friends and families in our thoughts and prayers. I'd love to hear what an aha was for you from my conversation with Megan. So be sure to pop over to the Redeem Her Time community to share with us. I'll drop a link in the show notes for you so you have no excuse to. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.